Is it like shaving your legs? Uh, maybe? I don't know. Could you, you might not get to fill me in on that. Ah, it's probably like that. And that was fucking it. That's all we got for four years until I finally went to college and met another guy and was living with him. And I'm like, hey, what are your faces? Your face is smooth. What are you doing? It's like, I just... But yeah, women in the workplace dealing with men, like my fucking, I feel bad. I feel really bad because like, you also don't get to relax if you're in that situation. Like I dated a a woman a few years ago who was like a genius. Like when I say a genius, you got to understand, I'm not like hyperbolizing like, oh, she did Sudoku and she was really good at it. She worked at Google doing AI development. She basically made robots that tested other dumber robots. She's smarter than me. She's smarter than you. She's smarter than everybody else in this room. And all she wanted to do when she got home from her eight hours a day, like harvesting code, what, however they do it, I don't know, like <laughs> they, the, the, they rub the fleam on the plumbus and now there's code. <laughs> and now you can check your email magic whatever like the mo- making modern civilization go like holding up the pillars of society all she wanted to do was watch bridezilla like just trash tv like the dumber the better like anything i was like we could watch like a documentary or like star trek or something and she's like snoop dog paints a house badly there's three seasons let's get it i ordered it all on amazon the dvds are coming because this was a while ago you couldn't stream yet you still had to buy dvds it was the dark times (laughs) oh were we ever so stupid uh (laughs) i'm actually i'm in i'm in like a a few steady relationships now because i'm uh poly which is how we say uh in english a huge slut uh uh no it's it's great uh Right? I mean, what, what, would I, what, what if I said, look, it's awful. Oh, God. There's so many people who love me. Ugh. What a nightmare. No. <laughs> um, I, here's the, I'll let you, let you behind the curtain a little bit into the magic. I mixed up my set a bit, and now I'm trying to remember how we actually ramp up into this joke without the setup I used earlier, and we do it by saying this. I even, like... <laughs> Like I date, I I was dating a lot. I still do date a lot, and it's it's difficult, but not for the reasons you might be thinking after listening to me for so long. And you, because you're thinking to yourself, Sean, how could you have a hard time dating? You're a 30 year old ex call center jockey <laughs> with a philosophy degree, no car, and an encyclopedic knowledge of the original Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> you should be drowning in pussy. Right? 13-year-old child, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) But no, no, that's not how it goes. Strange masculine voice in the back of my head that I can never seem to get to shut up no matter how much I drink or smoke. Uh, No, that's not how it goes. I have a hard time dating. It's not for the reasons you think. It's not because I am a garbage can on fire that walks like a man. It's not because I'm the human equivalent of a failed state. Oh, good. You guys read the papers. I don't have to slow down. 
I'll, I'll, I'll speak faster. No, <laughs> uh, no I, I have a hard time dating because I'm into like really aggressive, dominant women. And that's just a group of people we don't make a lot of in Western society, right? Up top, patriarchy, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah he, did not, he did not dismiss the fist bump. Questionable. Uh, no, yeah, just keep pressing down on that glass ceiling so that there's only that one lady on OkCupid with like a picture of a cricket bat in her profile, menacing. And I'm just like, oh, hey, are you still dating that asshole? Because I'm out here trying to get it to work. This is me clicking the email button on OkCupid. <laughs> clicking the email button because I'm apparently 73 goddamned years old. Uh, <laughs> and I, it, like, it, that, that makes dating difficult like because you gotta understand like when I say aggressive and dominant I mean like really I essentially want a gay leather daddy who ovulates. That's my ideal sexual partner. San Francisco, you know what I'm talking about. I want sex to be like a wrestling match that I lost. <laughs> I want sex to be like a mugging that went badly. <laughs> like statistics and dental records badly. I want sex to be like a deleted scene from American Psycho. Yeah, right? You understand what I'm saying? Tarps, we need to get some tarps in this place. I wanted the apartment with the hardwood, but you said, no, I like the carpeting every time. Every time we get an apartment, me and this imaginary girlfriend that I made up for this joke like five years ago. <laughs> No, I'm actually, I have, I have a for real partner now. She is not someone from Canada that I met at summer camp. Uh, uh, and she's here with me. And like, this is the thing, like, like our arguments are just weird. Like it, it's complicated. Once you find a person like that, it's also just weird. Then there, I can't, com I can't like share it with anybody. There's no like commiseration with other comedians before a show. Like they're all vetching about their wives, their girlfriends, their boyfriends. And it's always stuff like, oh, my girlfriend, her feet are always cold she's always occupying physical space whatever whatever normal cisgendered heterosexual guys complain about in relationships I don't know because my complaints are always like this ball gag is way too big oh, oh this can't fit in my mouth are you looking at the measurements before you buy this thing hey I left the I, I, I think I left my dog bowl at your apartment can I can I get it back when I when I come over no you left it you apparently don't care about it that was a gift yeah it was my birthday gift I want that back I gave it to the dog don't don't give my dog bowl to the actual dog that's hurtful but not like the fun hurtful <laughs> oh come on why did you buy the cheap maid's uniform? Don't I want to feel pretty every once in a while? It's on my Amazon wish list. You would better buy it because I, on these wages? Are you kidding? I'm a semi-professional comedian. Do you know what that means, sir? Do you know what that means? That means I make dozens of dollars a year doing this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you have been great. Give it up for the Muni Radio Comedy Festival. Give it up for your host, Pam Benjamin. Good night. Sean Riccio, yay! You guys are troopers. We have one comic left in this amazing show tonight. Uh, he is lovely. Before before we get to him, I just want to say one thing about Sean. Uh, with the Tinder, you know, some people say raise the bar. Some people say lower the bar. 
I say meet at the bar. What the fuck are you guys doing with these dumb apps? Like, go to the bar and meet people, you weirdos. Like, what is the fuck's going on? You know what I'm talking about. That's how we used to meet men, right? You just go to the bar. I don't get it. Dating's so hard. I'm like, do you not go to bars? Like, what are you? Why do you live in San Francisco? Like, there's a bar on every corner for a reason. Uh, your next, your last comedian of the night. He, I got to see him earlier today, and he was very, very funny. And he has a voice for radio. Let me tell you, he has a face for it too. No, he's a lovely. He's actually very pretty. He's a pretty. He's a pretty young man, um, hailing from Washington. You guys are gonna love him. Put your hands together for Andrew Murphy. Yeah, damn straight, I'm good looking. All right, all right. Yeah, I am from Seattle. I came all the way down here for this. It's pretty, I like this town. It's all right, it's all right. I went to go see Alcatraz, which I had not, Alcatraz is surprisingly pleasant for a government fortress that got turned into a prison colony. Like, it's surprisingly nice out there. While I was out there, the, uh, the nice park ranger was telling me, he was like, yeah, these are Western black crowned seagulls and uh they mate for life i was like that's interesting like is that true do seagulls mate for life or can we just not tell seagulls apart (laughs) you know because if seagulls mating policy is anything like their french fries in the dumpsters policy i think it's pretty safe to assume the seagulls fuck (laughs) oh man I'm sorry, I have to come up on stage here tonight with a set list, actually. I've been away from stand-up for a while. I've, uh, I booked uh, my first TV thing, which is very exciting. Very, yeah, yeah. I got, I got booked as one of the hosts of Straight Eye for the Straight Guy. Yeah. It's a show where I just go to other dudes' houses, and I'm like, there's a cool pool table, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. It's like I live in a bar, dude. Yeah. And then we just drink and talk about how we would have done the Bin Laden raid different. (laughs) You know? I would have gone in through the window, got him in the back, you know? Yeah. You got to talk to people you don't like, you know? You got to talk. You got to meet new people. That's the important thing. That's why I travel and do these comedy festivals. Like the other day, I was talking with a guy who's pro-life, and he was dropping some pro-life knowledge on me. And I don't know if you guys know this, but this is actually true. Do you guys know that it's 16 weeks the fetus has developed everything it needs to dunk. <laughs> and I don't know. And you gotta respect that, because you know, because for some people life just begins at the rim, you know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, man, it's uh. How you guys liking Trump? Huh? How we feeling on him here? Huh? Boo. Low, low average. Low average. I'm sensing on the. I do gotta say, like. I don't like the guy, but people, a lot of the things people say about him really drive me crazy. Whenever people are like, there's nothing Trump could do that would surprise me anymore. I'm like, I don't know. I can think of a few things. Yeah. Like if Trump could dunk, I'd be pretty surprised. Or even like a strong alley-oop. I'd be like, oh, all right. Or like if Trump was gay, that'd be pretty, you know, if he was like, I did it. I'm gay. I'm the best at being gay. I sucked Elton John's dick like a million times. This doesn't change how I feel about other minorities. I'd be like, all right, all right. Or if he dunked while gay. <laughs> He's jumped up and like bit a dick on the rim and put the ball in a butt. <laughs> that joke's relatively new. Don't, like, look. My jokes are like my babies. Some of them are fucking dumb and they're not all gonna make it, so. 
All right, all right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I do have a voice for radio, though. This is going out live on the radio, right? Yeah, I got a great radio. I would love to work in the radio. The radio, the most thriving of the media right now. I would love to work for a classic rock radio station. You're like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to 92.3 KQKLAQKLAW, the Kakla. All right, we're coming at you live from on top of the hill. We're going to be giving away tickets to see Asia playing in Boston. Boston playing in Asia. And Blasia, the first all-Asian Boston tribute band. They are all Japanese except for the drummer, who is Thai. All right, and we're going to be playing some Beatles, some Stones, some Kinks, some The Who, and other lost gems of the rock revolution. Just kidding, Hotel California on a loop until I am dead, you motherfuckers! Oh, man. Nah, but you can't, you know, I could probably still, I could work at like a cool radio station like this one. You guys got like cool alt radio stations in town here? Like college radio stations like this one where you just do like, hey, yeah, like this one. You're like, hey, you're listening to Mutiny Radio. My name's DJ Inside Joke. Like, whatever. I don't even need this job. <laughs> we were just playing the newest track by... <laughs> That's off the newest compilation record by... <laughs> Records. <laughs> Next up, we're going to be having an in-studio session from some coked-out vegan Brooklyn indie darling who... Did <laughs> who found just the right amount of reverb to make people think his haircut's not stupid. <laughs> and we got some very exciting news. Surviving members of Oingo Boingo, Chumbawamba, Incubus, and Hoobastank have formed a super group. It's called Oingo Wumba Hoobubus. <laughs> and they're going to be headlining Lollapalooza. <laughs> yeah. Man. Any of you guys got health care? I one day hope to also have health care. I do not. Have this, this, uh, they didn't give me my, my tax paperwork when I agreed to do this festival here, so I don't know what my billing status for this year is going to be. Oh, no, man. If I ever get health insurance, I'm going to go nuts. Oh, man. I'm going to live in a CAT scan machine. You won't be able to get me out. It's going to be great. I'm going to have, like, experimental therapy. I'm not even that fucked up, but I'm going to be, like, getting prescription ecstasy and shit. <laughs> going to weird Swiss doctors that make me fight a guy who looked like my dad or something. It's gonna be I'm going to hold a The Bachelor with doctors. I'm going to have, like, 20 doctors. I'm going to be like, Dr. Smith, you prescribed me Vicodin very quickly. I appreciate that. Here's your stethoscope. <laughs> so we do stethoscopes instead of roses on my pretend show. No. I, uh... I would, man, having health insurance would be great, you know, man. I don't know, like, because it jives a lot in my brain because I am of Norwegian extraction and they have very good health insurance up in Norway, you know, and like, it's very weird to be Norwegian in America without health insurance because whoever you are in America, your immigrant story is like a huge thing with you. You know, you're like, oh, we were Irish and we were treated like shit, but we came to America and we built this country. And when you're Norwegian, you're just like, you stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> you stupid Norwegian ancestor motherfuckers. You couldn't have ridden out the reign of Hakonan the Eighth just a few more years. <laughs> so I could have had health insurance. 
I could have been blonde, you motherfuckers. But no, you had to move to Yellow Medicine County, Minnesota and grow farms and have a whole bunch of kids who got addicted to meth. All right, all right, yeah. I don't know, you know. I, it's, it's very interesting to me. They're like, America is a very weird place. I, uh, I'm very interested in the history of America. I, uh, I run a YouTube channel. It's called What the Fuck is in America? You should all go check it out, but it's very hard to find because I didn't think it through before I named it. But, um... <laughs> Like, literally, come talk to me after the show. I'll just give you a coupon on how to get there. It's You can't find it. But one of the things I think is very interesting is, you know, like, is who built America? And if you really get down to it, it was ugly people. You know, like, sixes and down, we built America. You know? Like, you look at those pictures of all the people on the steel girders. You know, the guy, the picture of the famous people on the girders eating lunch? They're not hot. That's all sixes and down. You know, no one, no one with cheekbones had to fight at Gettysburg. You know? It was all uggos. Because if you were hot, you didn't need to leave Europe. All the ugly bog Irish people were getting shoveled onto the boat. And then all the hot Irish people were like, why don't you just ask people for potatoes? People just give me potatoes all the time. You know? All right. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna close on this one here, and, uh, and I'm gonna burn the light a little bit. Sorry, um, I'm single, you know, because I suck. But whatever, I had it coming, you know. And fucking is weird. Fucking is sex is just what poor people do when there's no wrestling on TV. But you got to do it every once in a while just to remember that you can, you know. And, and fucking is weird because it's like I don't know, you guys got water parks around here. No, no, okay, shit, this joke won't work if you don't, if you're not intimately familiar with water parks. All right, well, now that some of the momentum's gone, let's get back into it. I'm bad at flirting. I'm just really bad. Because, like, my problem is my flirting is just being sociable and polite, you know? And, like, for some people, that's their game, you know? Like, I'll be at a bar, and I'll just be talking to the bartender, like, I will have this. And then the bartender, like, here you go. And I'll be like, thank you. Here's a tip. And then my friends are like, you're trying to fuck, aren't you? Yeah! That's Andrew's game. Step one, be polite. Step two, all night. (laughs) Step three, new city, new name, start over. It's not necessary. It's just how I do things. That's actually how my parents met. My mom was a waitress and my dad just didn't spit on the floor. (laughs) All right, I'll end on that. My name has been Andrew Murphy. You guys have been wonderful. Thank you very much. Give it back over to your host, Pam Benjamin there. Uh, give it up for yourselves for being in this room and listening to live comedy. Yay, you! Say yay, us! Yay, us! Say yay, these two young men that have really, this is you guys. I'm so glad you were here. This was a lot of fun. And um, you guys are really mature. No, it was. It was really cool, seriously. And I usually feel weird about fuck swearing in front of children, but not tonight. <laughs> Um, again, thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, this has been Pam Tessis Comedy Clubhouse. We have one more show tonight at 10 o'clock. Um, it's all women, but go outside and meet the comedians and uh, come back in if you want uh, for the next show. But thank you so much for being here. This has been a lot of fun. We have shows going in, until Tuesday. So we've got tomorrow night from 6 to 10 p.m. We have shows on Sunday. We have 5 to 10 on Monday, 5 to 10, Tuesday, 5 to 10. So come back and thank you so much for being here. Good night. Yay! <laughs>
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. Time for the next show. Hey, everybody. It's our POC show, and we are joined by our guest host tonight. Put your hands together for Isaac Pendergrass. How's everybody doing tonight? Good, good, good. Uh, Welcome to the Hands Up, Don't Shoot edition of I'm Not White. (laughs) And uh, just to make the POC in the room feel more comfortable, Pam, could you get the guys across the street to turn off the taco sign? That is, I swear that looks like a cop car every time. (laughs) All right, guys. Um, Hey, uh, come on in, guys. Come on in. Support the POC. All right. uh, I... uh, a couple years ago, there was this uh, phenomenon, this craze, where people were going out into the streets, and they were using their cell phones and trying to capture these monsters. I don't remember what the monsters' names are called. Do you guys remember what those were? Is it Pokemon? Uh, that's right, police. You got it. 
You got it, man. That is fantastic. Uh, Pokemon? Uh, no, no, no. White people got tired of those videos. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, is it just me? Or the first time you heard the term Black Lives Matter, did you think it was a scientific discovery? <laughs> yeah? I thought, I thought finally some racially biased scientific genius has discovered the compounds that black lives consist of, you know? <laughs> I, was, I was really disappointed when I found out what it was really about, you know? You know? But, but stick with me for a moment. Let's, let's just pretend that it did mean what I thought it meant. If that were true, wouldn't that make policemen black lives anti-matter? <laughs> no? <laughs> All right. All right. We got some science fans in the house. <laughs> All right, guys. I am from the South. I'm from the South. You probably, thank you. Thank, uh, that, that never gets applause. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I'm from the South. Um, and I, to, to escape the bitter racism of the South, I moved to Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> That's about the reaction that one gets. <laughs> so, uh, do you guys know the difference between conservative racists and liberal racists? No? I'm going to tell you. <laughs> a conservative racist wishes my lazy ass would get a job. Yeah. A liberal racist wants to help my lazy ass get a job. <laughs> Yeah, but but I already have a job. I have a job. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Let's see. We're talking about racist. Um, nobody in here is a racist, right? Obviously not. You're supporting the POC show, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But I had a friend that uh, he asked me one at, after one of those shootings. He asked me uh, the police shootings. He he, he said, uh, uh, why why do you guys always use the race card? Yeah, and I, I looked at him. I know friend, right? Uh, friend, quote, friend. <laughs> and I, I looked at him and said, well, uh, you got to play the hand you're dealt, you know? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, is a, that was an unnecessary reverse racism joke. I get it. was not necessary because the term reverse racism is already a joke, right? <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. I, I could never explain how absurd the term reverse racism is, but if I could, it would probably go a little something like this. Hey, I saw this guy the other day minding his own business, so I walked up to him and I punched him in the face. But now, get this. That asshole reverse punched me in the face. <laughs> See how that works? <laughs> in any other context, it's called self-defense, people. Self-defense. <laughs> uh, let's see. I am trying to be, I think I'm failing at being a father. Um, honestly, I think I am. My... <laughs> I'm there. I am there. I am, I am there, but I, I'm failing. I, uh, my, my daughter is a fan of R. Kelly. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I, I don't know how it happened. I believe I Can Fly. It's really difficult to stop them from liking that song. I, I'm not talking about bump and grind. And, and my son, is uh, he's in love with the police. And I, I don't know, not, and not Sting, the police. Um, I, I don't understand how I let that happen. Uh, but at, at this point in time, my biggest hope as a parent is that neither one of my kids ever finds themselves alone with their heroes, you know? <laughs> All right. 
Are you guys ready for a fantastic show tonight? We, uh, we've got we've got a great lineup. Uh, people I really respect. Uh, are you ready for the next comedian? Yeah. All right. All right. Coming to the stage, his name is, oh, I want to say his name. He is Terry Up. Hey, beauty, how y'all doing, man? Yo, give it up for Isaac, right? Looking, look, look you can't see him if uh, people listening, huh? Change, change the mic. All right, my bad. Never mind what I was going to say about Isaac Pendergrass. Uh, you need me to sweep or anything else up here? I mean, uh, how's the volume, everybody? Uh, uh, yeah, exactly, right? Uh, okay, I need you guys to kind of move this way. To, I need these chairs. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'll put one. Uh, I'm... I'm confused, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. Nah, man, like, people uh, listening, you can't see, but Isaac is looking the sharpest looking dude here tonight, man. Uh, in comparison, I'm wearing a pair of Levi's jeans I haven't washed since I bought, so it's like six months ago. So it's my favorite jeans, too. I wear them a lot. love it. Has nothing to do with anything, man. How's everybody doing? My name is. So uh, I've been in this country most of my life. I'm uh, I'm originally from Michoacan, Mexico. I was born in Michoacan, Mexico, and uh, my my family they immigrated to uh, to Los Angeles in 1979. You know, uh, as immigrants, my my parents, you know, they obviously they had they had a dream, you know, and they had a vision, and they instilled that in me since I was a a, a little boy, uh, and that was steal the jobs <laughs> and uh, we're coming for these ones too man that's how it goes <laughs> yeah but uh so uh trump huh what a trip right who would have thought that the guy that called mexicans murders or rapists when he announced he was running for president would turn out to be such a dick <laughs> the fuck i kind of had an idea yeah, not the not the smartest, right? That dude, not the smartest Trump, but uh, turns out really good at division. So that's where we're at. No, but as I want, grab him by the pussy. Steve Bannon sucks his own cock. I moved on her like a bitch. This is this is like a too short record. We're living in a too short fucking album and shit right now. I remember, I don't know about anybody else, but I remember like, there was a time when politicians used to criticize artists, especially like rappers, right, for like using explicit lyrics. But now even the rappers are like, yo, chill, son. <laughs> My kids watch the news, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Keep it real, America's reached a point where Snoop Dogg is a better role model for the children than the president of the United States. That's how we're at, man. And not to hate, but that dude was on trial for attempted murder, so that's... And I say that because Snoop like coaches like kids playing football sports and stuff like that. So that's what I don't know why I said that last part. I had to why am I trying to never mind. I was like surprised too that it's like well I wasn't surprised, but I thought it was interesting that when Trump was running and there's still Latinos that support Trump, you know what I mean? Which is weird to me, right? 
Well, it's not weird. I'm sorry, but like what it is is that it makes sense to me. I'm, I'm kind of high, some whatever. But, uh, <laughs> but like, cause you know, cause, cause Latinos could be very conservative. You know what I mean? Um, that's why I feel like even if the president was a Latino, let's say for instance, like a Me let's say let's say the president was a Mexican American descent, they'd still be trying to build a wall, you know, <laughs> and a deck, and the patio, and install <laughs> windows and shit. That's what's up. But yeah, man, I think at this rate, right, we got mass shootings all the time, where you have uh, Nazis running people over uh, with their cars, the threat of nuclear war. Fuck it, Mexico should pay for the wall. Why not? <laughs> Keep Americans out, man. <laughs> this shit. Got enough problems. I think, like, if they build a wall, though, like, this being a capitalist society, eventually, won't be long before people try to, like, you know, build businesses around the border, you know? Like the wall bed and breakfast, or you know, fucking I don't know, the wall bar and grill. <laughs> fucking I don't know, a bank, you know, I don't know, Wall's Fargo, I don't know, man. <laughs> hey, what's going on? So I'm not white is the name of this uh, this comedy showcase, right? It's gonna showcase all the Latinos. I live in Portland, Oregon, man. I live in Portland, Oregon. Not a lot of Latinos in Portland, Oregon. Uh, and I'm originally from Washington State. I come from uh, Pasco, Washington. It's, there's a lot of like, there's a, there's a large Latino community there. There's a lot of agriculture and whatnot. Uh, and I've been in, living in Portland now for like four years. Though, and, and Portland's starting to rub off on me. It really is. And I say that because like recently I caught myself referring to America as ill-gotten instead of just stolen. <laughs> yeah, man. And like people back home they noticed too, because like I was out there visiting recently and. I was at a bar, and at one point, the bartender looks at me. He's like, "Do you sound like a whitewashed Mexican now?" I was like, "Ee, cabrón, calmala, no te, no mames, way." He just looked at me confused. He didn't speak Spanish. <laughs> so I was like, "Hey, that's colonized Mexican to you, motherfucker." <laughs> and then I ordered an IPA and <laughs> some tater tots and a cider ranch, man. That's how I do. <laughs> yeah man that's what's up man where's my where's my older people man i just turned 40 in september man hell yeah all the people in the house that's what's up man turned 40 man i was getting like a little down on myself for it you know and i was talking to my coworker, and she was like reassuring me that like man don't sweat it man your 40s are not like your 20s nowadays i was like shit i gotta start doing coke again it's my fuck man that's what's up. A lot of people don't, don't, don't believe me. Like, they, not that they don't believe me. They think that I'm younger, you know? Because like, the way I carry myself, I guess. I don't know. And then like, I read like an article not too long ago that like, the University of California, they did a study. They found that Latinos, we like age slower than other ethnicities. It's true, man. Look it up. And like, I don't know. Like, all the men in my family, we all look younger than everybody. Like, I don't know the other people. Any Latinos here? Are you Latino too? No. No, you're just laughing. Like, yeah, right, motherfucker. You old motherfucker. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, nah, but like, uh, like sometimes people. I remember like my, my my dad. He looks really young. My uncles. They all look really young. And sometimes people ask, "Well, what's the secret?" And I was like, "I don't know about anybody everybody else, but in my family, for the men in my family, it's just onion soup. <laughs> yeah, three times a week we we dip our balls in onion soup. <laughs> it's a pretty sad representation right now." I'm just gonna stand up here and take it in. 
take it all in. What else is going on about not being white? I don't know. Like, let's see what else is going on about not being white for me. Um, oh, well, like, um, sometimes during sex, uh, women will, I'm bilingual, so women will ask me to talk dirty to them in Spanish. They like a Telemundo style. Mm. And I don't mind doing it, you know, I don't mind doing it. But then they look at me like I'm crazy when I tell them to talk dirty to me in the King's English. <laughs> it's like some of them won't even watch Downtown Abbey with me whilst we fornicate, man. It's unjust. It's unjust. <laughs> Anyways, I know some of I know at least like one person here is like, hey, uh, it's Downton Abbey, not Downtown Abbey. <laughs> Not on Pornhub. <laughs> Not on Pornhub. <sighs> Anybody do the online date? Obviously, everybody does online dating now. I, uh, you know, you got like your 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 what? Okay, Cupid's and the Tinders now. Everybody's doing that shit. Craigslist, whatever. I fucking like. I remember like a couple of years ago, I first I saw this advertisement on the on the television for FarmersOnly.com, and I was like, all right, fuck it, you know. I come from a rural area, so why not? I'm an open-minded person. But as soon as I entered, I tried setting up a profile, but as soon as I entered my first, n- my first name, they rerouted me to farmworkersonly.com. It's like, I don't know why, man. Mexicans have been getting fucked by American farmers for centuries. So if that's too deep for some of you, I'll pull it out. I'll pull out a little bit, but I'm not going to pull it all the way out. I was raised Catholic and shit, so. Where's all my Catholics at, man? Any Catholics here? I'm not Catholic anymore. I'm not practicing Catholic. I don't need to practice. I could be a hypocrite. I'm pretty good at it now. I don't need to practice anymore. What else is going on about being not being white? I think I just got the one-minute light. But it feels like I've been up here for like an hour for some fucking reason. It's like time slowed up when I started getting up here. I feel like at some point during my set, like the energy just dropped. And I wish I would have recorded this so I could have, like, where did it drop? Where did I drop the ball? Was it at the point where they told me to take the microphone and switch it? <laughs> Was that the point? No? All right. It had to be somewhere. It had to be somewhere. But yeah, like, there's a lot of, like, you know, fucking hatred against uh, Latinos right now, a lot of xenophobia in America. Uh, but, you know, you got to keep it real. Like, it, it ain't nothing new, especially, like, against Latinos. I mean, I mean, growing up, I remember I used to, we used to get caught, what, beaners, get caught wetbacks, illegal aliens. Shit, that's been going on forever. And it still happens. I mean, that's why it happens all the time. Hell, even my doctor the other day called me a borderline diabetic. <laughs> fucking racist, man. It's fucked up. So I'm trying to like lift this shit, but I can't. So whoever's coming. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'm gonna get back to uh, cleaning up around here. So. Uh... <laughs> If you guys need anything, let me know.
All right, give it up one more time for Pedro Andrade. Uh, bear with me while I change the mic stand here. I should move this on this side. Um, I just noticed that POC is cop spelled backwards. Yeah, I just, what is that about? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a silly observation. All right, all right, we're set. Okay, the next, are you guys ready for the next comic? Okay, well, all right, I was gonna tell another joke, but, um, <laughs> all right. Um, the next comic coming to the stage, you can, she is a closer for Maria Bamford. And she's also going to be in the Women in Comedy Festival in Boston. You're gonna love her, I love her. Welcome to the stage, Miss Winter Spears. <laughs> more time for Isaac. Thank you, Isaac, for doing that mic work for me because I didn't want to do it. Guys, I, I went to him and I said, could you change that mic to a different mic stand for me because I do not want to get up there fumbling with that. <laughs> and he was kind enough to do it for me, so thank you, Isaac. Give it up for Pedro. <laughs> Pedro was talking about Snoop Dogg. Pedro, do you realize that Snoop Dogg has taken it from on trial for attempted murder to the gap in one lifetime? It's amazing. Every time I see it, I'm like, Snoop Dogg is family friendly now, y'all. It's crazy. Um, guys, uh, I don't know about you, but we are three months into 2018, and I am still getting over 2016. <laughs> I am, however, excited that Barack Obama got elected to a third term. At least that's what's happening in my bunker. I moved in about 13 months ago. The only thing playing in my bunker are Michelle's speeches and Barack's speeches and Mr. Rogers. Uh, I'm gonna be there another 21 months, uh, maybe less if this Mueller thing goes the way we want it to. Uh, guys, uh, not too long ago, I went to a double baby shower. Uh, two friends of mine pregnant at the same time. Uh, so I went and I bought gifts and I, it got me to thinking about all the things that we do as women for our friends because whenever it's a wedding, it's never just one shower, is it ladies? It's the dresses and the shoes and the destination weddings to Punta Cana or wherever. Um, the bail money, depending upon who your friends are. But we do this for our friends because we love them and we think to ourselves, one day, it's gonna be all about me. One day, it's gonna be my turn. I've reached a certain point in my life, I've neither gotten married nor had children. So my question is, is it weird, is it wrong, is it awkward if I'm looking for a deposit into my PayPal? <laughs> a gift card, a check, these student loans are not paying themselves, guys. Um, guys, uh, I uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I don't ever need to be check, anybody's check. maid of honor ever again. Um, my, uh, I love my best friend, but she better not get married again because that is the worst unpaid internship I have ever had. Check, 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 check. Hello. Okay, so uh, I'm, uh, I'm... Hello, I'm hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. A little bit late this morning. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, 
Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Check, check, check. Check, 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 check. Check, 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 check. Okay. Uh, it's something that's near and dear to my heart. Okay. I, um. I get a lot of people from the special. Okay. Oh, hello. <coughs> Good morning to everyone. This is Palo Picardo Lazy Chakra tuning into you from Mutiny Radio FM. Sorry, I'm a little bit late. I just. Uh, had a, I had to sleep in. I, I I straight up just slept in, so that's why I'm late. I'm not gonna record this episode. I'm just gonna hang out and play some music for you guys. Um, yeah, it seems like uh things are going pretty well. Um, but there is a a little bit of delay on uh kind of things that I've been doing. Um. What am I saying? Anyways, let me just keep some records and uh, I'm not going to complain about what I'm experiencing in my personal life. Um, yeah, let me just keep some records and I'll talk to you. Give me a second. Current time, 1047 a.m. This is a direct quote. She's an excellent cook. An excellent cook is what one might change their route home from work for. Or, uh, or get up earlier on a Saturday morning. To marry someone for a particular skill set is like moving to a city because your favorite NFL team plays there. <laughs> you could do that, but should you? Uh, my name is Winter Spears. I spell Winter with a Y, not because I'm pretentious, but because my mother is. <laughs> hey, Mom, how you doing? It's a cheap laugh, but I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> my last name is Spears, like Brittany. The Brittany is silent. Uh, people are always making jokes about my name. They sing songs that quote Shakespeare. Once when this woman met me, after talking to me on the phone, she looked at me and she said, oh, you're not at all what I was expecting. I said, were you expecting a Republican professional skier from Utah? I am, in fact, I'm Mitt Romney's sixth child. What we wouldn't give for a Mitt Romney presidency right now, am I right? Oh, we were so smug. We were like, oh, I don't want Mitt Romney to be president. I don't want John McCain to be president. We would take up a collection right here, right now, to get either one of those people into the White House. Uh, full disclosure, I'm an actor. Uh, and uh, I love actors. I love how when actors talk about acting, we call it the craft, like we're witches and it's a coven. Uh, I love it when actors say things like, oh, I would never turn down a job. I'm like, really? You would never turn down a job? So it's like saying you would never turn down a date. Is it that you're that desperate or that you have no standards? <laughs> uh, guys, um, uh, you guys have been such a great audience, and I feel like I can open up to you. So uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit. Baby, give up. Just got my sight from the lights. So 
10.53 a.m. I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit. Um, just going to step out for a smoke and we'll talk in about five or six minutes. Be right back. Little still, still a little, a little bit groggy. And oh, yeah, yeah. If you guys uh, went to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, hope you guys enjoyed that. Very funny people. Hope you guys enjoyed that experience. This is the Hear and Meow podcast. Not recording this episode. Really tired and groggy currently, and just gonna listen to some music.
Yo guys, this is your host, Lazy Chakra. This is the Hear Me Out podcast. The booth is kind of dirty. It looks like a tornado just hit it. Um, I'm assuming that Pam just uh, left the space as is. Lots of random stuff lying around everywhere. It's very dirty. Um, Yeah, I don't know what to talk about, really. I'm kind of just hanging out. I just woke up at 10 o'clock. I live on the west side of the city in the sunset, and uh, takes about 20 minutes to get here. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys know know this, but I have a YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to that. Um, I would just look up uh, Pink Lemonade and then Otter. So that's three words. Pink Lemonade, Otter. Let's see if that comes up. Okay, yeah, just Google Pink Lemonade Otter. That's where you can kind of see what I'm up to. Um, I'm primarily like a music blogger. I use um, video and audio to um, to cover to cover music. Um, let's see. <coughs> yeah. Uh, so, what's been happening on my SoundCloud? I, so here's on my SoundCloud my last couple videos. Okay, so I reviewed a Bonobo album. Wow. Great, great, great choice there. I have a, a video of a field trip with my major, Recreation, Parks, and Tourism. Cool. I, go, I went to Noise Pop. Wow. Cool. At the Academy of Science. Nightlife, right? Chambray, Great Northern. Babysitting a Shiba Inu. That's what I did. Looking through my YouTube Yummy scallop recipe cooked a scallop. Wow. Deleted my SoundCloud today. Cool. At the Dubose Park with my Yorkie. Cool. Metric. 
Help, I'm alive. Benjamin the dog chakra flip. Cool visualizer on that. Hayes Valley drone flight. Cool, man. Very cool. Tegan Silent. Hmm. Silent. Leonard Digital. Lazy Chakra Morning Said. A little bit of bokeh there. A little bokeh. Um, and uh, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of an update on kind of my music project and identity. Um, I deleted my SoundCloud. So. I'd say my. The assessment. Okay, sorry, sorry I, I sound a bit meta-referential. I love re- reference, referencing to myself. We say Leonard Cohen. I'm a bit meta-referential to myself, but if I had the opportunity to cover other people's stories and hang out with them or interview them, just contact me. I, I'm kind of uh, working on some traction now, so usually I'll just message someone and be like, hey, are you up for a video interview? Again, I use video and audio to cover the topic of music. Wow. So, it seems like I've plateaued as a producer. I've kind of plateaued. Um, Man, made a lot of songs. Um, I'd say in this past three years, I've made probably like a hundred songs exactly. But I've kind of plateaued as a musician and it feels kind of good to be to feel a bit uninspired and it kind of feels good to be uninspired and sometimes feel like huh well what else should i do with uh, ableton live or production and it's kind of a refreshing feeling like hey uh, i can start i can start any i can create a sound any sound that i want imagine if you had a laptop and you had ableton live and you're like all right, I have a new alias, and I can I can go into any direction that I want to. I can create any type of music that I want to. Um, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, sorry, I'm talking about myself <clears throat> myself so much. Um, but yeah, like uh, lots of my songs were just like loops, loops. There was a it was a kick mix, so I I dictate my mix after my kick drum. Um, Lots of it was very effective, like Fruity Loops. Of course, we call that Fruity Loops. Stacking 8. Call it 8. I'd call my music Fill and Transpose. That's pretty cool. Um, But yeah, I have all my digital music backed up on my laptop and my desktop. desktop. So I'm really stoked. And uh, Sally, you you may have something behind your ear. I'm pretty sure Sally still has something behind her ear. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, I'm excited. I think I made too many songs. Honestly, I took a I took this serum silence massive thing pretty far. Um, but yeah, I don't know what else there is to talk about. Uh, I'm always looking to. Looking for more traction, more projects. If you are a band or a group or an artist and you want a video done on you, just let me know. It's kind of low budget. Right now, currently, let's look through my uh, like my YouTube. My my YouTube. Well, I, I think, uh, so what I'm trying to say is, um, yeah, I don't really have a music label going on right now. 
I kind of have a, it's kind of like a blog, like a video and audio blog. I just call it, I just say, oh, I'm a blogger under sounds lower. Cool. People are like, cool. Look at your logo. It's, a, it's an orangutan eating a banana. Cool. But yeah, my, my YouTube is pretty stupid. I have 30 videos though. I'm pretty stoked about that. What else do I got here? View 18 more. Let's look at your other videos. Hmm. So, interviewing Mark Wilson, my best friend. Oh, hanging with Cadillac. Cool. At Boom Boom Room. Lake Merritt, man on the street. Cool. Lake Merritt, plant land. Cool. He skates too. Oh my god. This guy does fucking everything. Jesus Christ. Jack of all trades here. Feist. Dude, he he reviewed Feist. What? Since you have, I have used. Okay, we know that you keep talking about Serum South and Massive. We know you plateaued musically, okay? He cooks a taco and then goes to Tahoe, does some yard work, and there's an otter choreography, Half Moon Bay. Oh, God, New Year's resolution, quit cigarettes. You haven't done that yet. Today's barbecue. Film the barbecue. Wow. Way to be very Sims about this situation. Hands of David Sepulveda. So yeah. Straight up like, you know, if I'm if I message you, just respond, you know. Hopefully we can get some work done. I can shoot a cool video of you or I can interview you. Um I think I've uh, set things up pretty well. Um, I don't think I should start another blog like with words on it. That would be very bad if I started a blog with words on it. We already experienced the Isle of Wight. Um, we don't want any more words on a blog. We don't want that. But it's very fun to whoa! It's very fun to um, oh, there's a there's a call. There's a call. Mutiny Radio, hello, what's up? Uh, one sec, let me, let's stay on the line. Wait, wait, can you talk? Oh, shoot. Okay, we have someone on the, on the phone. One sec. Okay, hey, what's going on? Okay, this is Mutiny Radio, hello. First time taking a call. How are you?
Okay, what I the point that I'm trying to get to is that I'm extremely bored, okay? I'm extremely bored and Anthony Bourdain's favorite restaurant is Swan Oyster Depot. Uh, so what do I do? Do I just eat all the good food? Do I just go to Clancy's Market? Should I go to Fish Hook? Should I go to Santung? Um, where, where should I eat? Should I, should I go to um, should I go to uh, get a sausage in the lower hate? Um, I'm straight up eating my way. I hate this phrase, but I'm actually eating my way through the city, and I'm eating all the food. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Bourdain loves going to Swan Oyster Depot. He loves that place. Bourdain SF. Let's look this up. Anthony Bourdain SF. Okay, so Anthony Bourdain SF. All right. Landmark. Swan Oyster. Tony's. Bay Area favorite shop. Swan Oyster Depot. Fuck yeah, Bourdain. Get it. La Taqueria is proof that. Okay, mission style burritos. Swan Oyster Depot, favored by Anthony Bourdain. He loves that crab in his mouth. Will San Francisco ever? Will San Francisco be awesome forever? I don't know. Who knows? Tonga Room Bourdain. Tonga Room. He's in the Tonga Room. Okay, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Um, I'm a bit lost right now, but what I'm saying is, yeah, I'm just hanging out. Let's Google myself. Interesting. Let's Google Leonard Cohen. Guys, let's Google Leonard Cohen. Okay. We call him Leonard Cohen. Paolo. We're like, Paolo, you're Leonard Cohen. Paolo, you're Leonard Cohen. Go, go, go. Okay. DJ Googles. Googles. Um, Paolo Picardo. That's me. Lazy Chakra. Hear me on podcast, Mutiny Radio, FM, PCR Collective, dot org, DJ P. Loco. Okay, this is uh, my SEO for my name, DJ P. Loco. And we'll, we'll go through a little story behind those. DJ P. Loco, Palopicardo Vimeo, Facebook. He's athletic, has a flicker, and is on the Sartorialist Street blog, street style blog. And then some dude who looks like he has AIDS has a Twitter. His also his name is also Palpicardo. He looks like he has AIDS, and his shirt his shirt is off in his profile picture. Okay, so first thing first first thing on the SEO number one DJ P Loco. A little explanation on this uh, DJ P Loco was my my DJ alias from uh, from the ages. I'd say uh, sixth grade to senior year of high school. So that's around 2008 to 2000. No, that's two, uh, that's, six. So that's 2005 to 2011. I was DJ P Loco. And uh, the whole point of the, how I got the name DJ P Loco was that... Uh, me and my friends, we loved drinking Four Locos when we were younger. We loved drinking Four Locos. And Four Loco is essentially this like malt liquor, like turnip drink. The best flavor was definitely the watermelon one. So I was known in my circles for drinking lots of Four Locos. 
And Four Locos essentially turns you into like a fucking Hulk. Like you can't control yourself. It's malt liquor and like bull sperm or something. Um, you you go crazy. You like you, it's like a type of drunk that you don't experience anywhere else. It tastes like candy. Uh, but I don't think they make the Four Locos with like caffeine and malt liquor. I think they took out the caffeine element because these things get you fucked up. Like Four Locos, the name DJP Loco comes from my 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 uh, my uh, appreciation for Four Locos. And Four Locos, dude. Um, like you turn into Hulk, it's like bull sperm and like caffeine or some shit. They took out the caffeine because it gets you amped. It's like having like five coffees intravenously through your veins and you're drunk and you're super, it makes you like aggressive. That's how bad it is. But, um, you know, DJ P Loco, I was a, I was a, a mobile DJ for those six, seven years, 2005 to 2011, I had Serato. I love Serato. It's so cool. I, I want to get it again. I played out a lot. Like, uh, when I was younger, I'd say from like 2005 to 2011, like sixth grade to senior year of high school, I was, I was a mobile DJ. It was so fun. It was so fun. Um, of course that was my older alias now lazy chakra i'm like not getting many gigs it's hard to play out in this city especially but uh djp loco um i had a i was on i had several wires i had several connections and wires that i'd ride uh lots of people that i knew they were, they were like hey uh, we have a new party for you to play a quinceanera we've got a we've got a networking party for you to play um but it was dope. I loved playing out as DJ P Loco. Um, I remember I had this black MacBook, and I at the time I had a LimeWire. I know you guys know about LimeWire. Um, so what I'd do is just I'd have like a huge playlist from like from like 70 BPM to like 130. So I'd organize maybe like. 300 400 songs from bpm like 70 to 130 and uh yeah i would just go up the bpm i would kind of ebb and flow as the um as the audience usually requested some shit um yeah very annoying like i remember dude i was i was running it i was definitely like playing these gigs like it was it was at least like two gigs a week for a good, for a good like six months. It was like two gigs a week. It was so fun playing out records via Serato. And Serato had this cool thing on my laptop, like numbers one through 12. You could cue different parts of, uh, you could cue different parts of the song with like one could be the kick or two could be the snare. And there's like this loop feature that I'd use on Serato. It's very fun. Do a little bit of scratching here and there. Cue it in. Cue in a song. Very cool. I think my favorite gig was definitely, um, hmm. Yeah, it's hard to count. It kind of sucks now. Like, uh, I have this new, like, electronic music alias, Lazy Chakra, and 
I'm not getting many gigs to play at. I, I guess I'm just in contrast to DJ Luck, I'm not getting a lot of gigs. I have substantially less friends and substantially less connections. In my phone, for now, I guess I produce music and hang out. But next, Vimeo. Okay, Pal Picardo on Vimeo. This is Leonard Cohen SEO, guys. Leonard Cohen SEO. Pal Picardo on Vimeo. So it says, it reads, uh, doesn't say anything, just says traction. So my, my YouTube is like Vimeo quality, cool. I know that there's like pornography on Vimeo. I think there's like naked Swedish girls drinking four logos on Vimeo. Facebook profile, okay. California track and field, yes I ran track and field. Track and field is so, okay, I ran track and field. I have a photo thing, Flickr. Track and field, hmm. Okay, it's it's like, it's so, yeah. The, those people who've done track and field, you know that you've never met a girl at a track and field, um, at a track and field practice or meet, okay? You're assuming that, oh, look at these girls in these spandex. They're so vulnerable and they're usually green and ready to go. That is very false. Um, track and field is very awkward. Um, I feel like uh, I went to an all boys school, and of course, like any interaction with women, we like, oh, we're gonna flirt or whatever. But it's very hard to meet a girl at track and field meet or practice um, because, yeah. Anyways, um, I'm a little lost here. I'm a little tired. I have my coffee and my cigarettes. That's DJ P. Loco. That was my old alias. Um, now I'm just like, kind of just like, I'm kind of just like in this boring alias lazy chakra. All I do is like, oh, I get to create more music. Wow, cool. We haven't heard music before, Paolo. Just make more of it. Um, so all I do is make music. I'll, I got booked a couple places as Lazy Chakra. Love on Hate. Shout out to Love on Hate. Sunny Powers. Love on Hate. Go buy some tie-dye shit. They have a DJ booth there. I've played, I don't know, a couple parties. Played the, oh yeah, we played a couple parties at Tehama, like a little underground party in John Williamson's uh, basement. Check out Williamson Technology. What is it called? John Williamson, yeah. Check out John Williamson. John Williamson Tech SF. John Williamson Tech and SF Consulting. Yep, 453 Tehama Street. We threw a couple parties there. Dang, I miss those times. Okay, so you may you may wonder to yourself, hey, like, what is being in a music scene all about. And if there's one thing that stands out to me, it's definitely playing parties and playing music in front of people. That's the whole point. That's like, there's no, there's no maze you must go through. The whole point of being in music in a scene is to throw a party with people that are partying. Like for the party, at the party, all about the party and, and, and the music. Check out Tech and SF Consulting, John Williamson, 
And then through John, we threw this, oh, we threw this, we threw this rooftop party in North Beach. So cool. We ordered pizza and wings and soda. And Lil Sip was playing. Shout out to Jacob Farber. He's in the cinematic uh, major at Academy Vert. Huh. I'm very bored, okay? Okay, all we know is that Anthony Bourdain faked his death um, and he loves... He loves Swan Oyster Depot. So Anthony Bourdain's not actually dead. I don't want to spill the beans here, but I called I called uh, the city in France where he apparently died. It was like called Chateau fucking... Uh, it was called Chateau Four Loco. I don't know what it was called, but I called the city where, where Bourdain died. People are like, mm. like, Bourdain died in what city? He died in like Chateau Marmont or Kaiserberg, France. Oh God, he died there. Le Chambard, sudden death. He didn't kill himself, bruh. Like, come on, dude. He's a very smart person, okay? Bourdain's very smart. He wouldn't just fucking kill himself, okay? Like, he's probably just hanging out somewhere in New York, like... Like hanging out with like Aziz Ansari or Danny Bowen or Eric Repet. Fucking Bourdain, bitch ass Bourdain. He's not dead, guys. The media just does shit like that. Kate Spade died? Come on, dude. Kate Spade's not dead. Okay, like. I'm bored, okay? Uh, I'm very bored. I'm just gonna talk for a little bit more. Let me see if I can talk for another like 10 minutes. Okay, but, alright, so, so we're like, okay, guys, oh, guys, like, Leonard Cohen is, like, the new, he's, like, Bourdain, guys. Leonard Cohen's, like, Bourdain, dude, he knows he can eat, dude, he can eat, he can make music, he's very funny, he's, he's our new, he's the new Bourdain, guys. Swan Oyster Depot, Anthony Bourdain's favorite restaurant, Swan Oyster Depot, crab, crab. Tuna, tilapia, so much good food. Okay, I don't, I don't know what I'm saying now. I'm, uh, I'm just gonna, we're gonna listen to more music. Uh, not recording this podcast, but uh, pretty much a synopsis is: I used to play it a lot on shows back uh, when I was DJ P Loco, um, and I'm eating all the good food. And Anthony Bourdain's favorite restaurant in San Francisco is Swan Oyster Depot. So that's pretty much it. Woo!
You're listening to the Here and Meow podcast. After me, Pam Benjamin with the AltaCast at 12 p.m. noon. PCRcollective.org.
This is Lazy Chakra with the Hear Me Out podcast. Just chilling in the booth right now. Yeah, I think, uh, well, of course, Sally. Uh, excuse me, Sally, uh, you have something uh, behind your ear. Um, oh, that sensation of being behind here, uh, Sally, um, uh, means that we have so much freedom to create whatever we want. We have so much freedom to do whatever we want sally there's something behind your ear um so i think a lot of my life has been um kind of this uh not a lot of sobriety in my high school years creates a bit of a muddy muddy memory in my life high school was i was a binge drinker for sure i was binge drinking every weekend quite the stoner in high school um yeah i loved smoking i smoked this strain called blue dream so blue dream blue dream is blue dream uh blue dream blue dream is blue dream blue dream was my favorite strain of course uh i grew up in an all-boys school with like all white kids and like it was kind of like uh oh who can be the coolest stoner kind of stuff just like a couple things that kids at my high school would say would be like, oh, like a monocle or whatever the fuck that even means. Kids in my school were like, oh, I'm so funny, like monocle. They'd say like monocle and like, oh, cool. And then people, and then the cool white stoners in high school are like, oh, dude, uh, Bob Marley's favorite strain of weed is lamb's bread. Dude, I have lamb's bread. It's it's, it's uh, Bob Marley's favorite strain of weed. So there's mar- mar- monocle, there's lamb's bread, and then there's white people saying, "Oh, cool story, tell it again." Um, so that kind of evidences that I, under- I understand how to interact with white people. Uh, high school was a very kind of foggy time in my life, and before high school, I was just playing basketball a lot. Kind of, just so you know a little bit about me. Like I'm not that interesting. Just grew up playing basketball. So I get a basketball. And then uh, and then uh, high school comes in. I'm cool, like a stoner. I throw parties. And now I'm just lazy chakra in a scene where I can't get booked by anyone. Um, very boring. But music has always been a constant in my life. Music has always been there. Music has always been there. And I'm excited, Sally. There's something behind your ear. To start a new alias, so guys, I'm starting a new alias. It's called Lazy Chakra. So all my new music is going to be on the Lazy Chakra SoundCloud. I'm hoping to get a lot deeper and kind of uh, I've plateaued a little bit as a musician and with the tools that I have. But Sally, there's something behind your ear. I'm going to get kind of deeper with um, my music moving forward. I think I'll pay attention to the mix a little bit more. Um, try to actually make a mix. Um, yeah, there's definitely the whole like one, three, five kind of thumping of a kick drum is kind of boring at this point. Ooh, Paolo, you have, you have a new connection on LinkedIn, Jackson Wilson. Cool. Hey Jackson. What's up, man? How you doing? I know, uh, Jackson uh, Jackson Wilson is married to Aiko Yoshino. Shout out to Hey Aiko Yoshino, what's going on Jackson? What's going on? Paige Viren, what's going on? I love my major. My life's a lot better now. 
I, I'd say those like first 18 years of my life, I was pretty much blacked out, blacked out with basketball and partying. And now it's a little bit hard to adjust to a more sober Paolo and a more sober Leonard Cohen. Um, but yeah, I love the solitude. I love, uh, being behind the ear a little bit. Sally, there's something behind your ear. There's something behind your ear. Kind of just hang out. I have a perfect email address. So I love, I love deleting those Travelocity emails. I love deleting those Darren Delgado, um, of Dirty Bird emails and Darren Delgado. Thank you for sending me those emails. And I'd say guys, kind of in in a, in in analysis of Leonard Cohen besides the WordPress shit not bad dude doing pretty well I'd say you're doing pretty well Paolo minus the WordPress I think you're 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 behind the ear a little bit Sally so I think uh, just waiting 11:51 a.m. This is the Hear Me Out podcast at Mutiny Radio FM. Tune in at PCRCollective.org. And through the door comes with a huge joust, Pam Benjamin. Get ready for her show, UltaCast. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the... uh, I hope you enjoyed the comedy festival. Very awesome. And sorry about this episode. It was a little bit boring. I came in late and it's a little bit boring but I'll make sure to bring the flames next episode. I will bring the flames next episode, next Wednesday. And yeah, that's pretty much it guys. Um, yeah, let's listen to some more music. I'm about to wrap up now. So thanks for listening next week. I will bring the flames lazy chakra. sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm from there you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures they've got live comedy to small business advice lgbtq friendly to sports vinyl to gutter punk MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento. 
Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. To Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t shirt and hoodie designs and mind bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, punk rock and schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Benders is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Benders Bar and Grill. Back up on the house. 
Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Navoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips. Don't know anything about it. Sorry. <laughs> All so, on my limited view. Yes, every Tuesday from twelve to two. Uh, oh, you can if you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Oh yeah, and Google Play and Stitcher, iTunes. Oh, you already said that. TuneIn Radio. Uh, Stitcher, you said that. Spotify. Oh my God, there's just so many. And Overcast. Um, yes, you can also find us on social media. M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter. Podcast, MOV Podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your review. Yes. Bye. Bye. That kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And, 